0: You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray, Pre-Med Q&A. I hate committee letters. Um, I, I think that committee letters are way overblown. I think that committees, uh, for especially for students who are kind of borderline with their grades or with their MCAT score, they hold pre-med students hostage and say, we're not going to write you one, your grades aren't good enough. And then the student's kind of um, SOL, trying to to go get letters on their own, or they're scared that they can't apply to medical school without that committee letter. And so they're they're just crazy. Taylor, welcome to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. How are you today?
1: Good, how are you?
0: I'm great, thank you. What can I do for you today?
1: So my question is, relating to letters of recommendation. So I'm a current applicant for the 2020 cycle and my school does a committee letter.
0: Oh, I love committee letters.
1: Yes. I love them, but it's only one letter Yep. and it is a reflection of like 10 to 12 people. Yep. So at first I, that's the only letter I currently have because my, my research is through that and everything. And we can't have a letter other than that letter from our school if that makes sense. They have a policy where no one else can write us a letter other than the committee letter.
0: <laughs> the you know, committees, can... the committees are like dictators. They're just yeah. horrendous. Anyway. Yeah.
1: yeah. So anyway, I thought that this was fine because I was like, it's probably a strong letter. It includes my research. It includes all my professors and everything. But then I submitted some secondaries and I got an email from one of my schools that I applied to. And they said, Hey, Taylor, we looked at your letter and it's, it meets our minimum requirements, but I just want to let you know that your committee letter is only one letter and not a packet, and you can submit more, but it meets our minimum requirement. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I don't have more. So do I need to focus on getting some more, or is just one letter that includes hopefully everything? I obviously can't read it, so I yeah. don't know if it what it says about research or anything. And yeah. What do I need to do in this situation?
0: I think you need to work on your computer hacking skills and see if you can hack in and see what that letter (laughs) looks like. (laughs) It's, It's the most frustrating thing, this process, of you're relying on other people. Uh, to to hopefully say something nice about you. I think that's one of the most frustrating parts of this application process is number one, relying on other people to submit the letter in a timely manner and number two, relying on other people to hopefully say something nice about you. Uh, for most people, it's not a problem. I, I hate committee letters. Um, I, I think that committee letters are way overblown. I think that committees... Uh, for especially for students who are kind of borderline with their grades or with their MCAT score, they hold pre-med students hostage and say, we're not going to write you one, your grades aren't good enough. And then the students kind of um, at SOL trying to trying to go get letters on their own or they're scared that they can't apply to medical school without that committee letter. And so they're, they're just crazy. Um, so I believe what this school is telling you is that your committee only submitted one letter instead of saying it's a packet. Now, what a lot of committees will do is they will gather the three or four letters that go into a committee letter. It sounds like your committee encompasses a lot more letters. Um, But what a lot of committees will do is they'll write their committee letter as kind of an aggregation of all the nice things that are said about you. And then they will submit that letter as a packet with all of the other letters as well. And so that is one big packet where you have kind of like a, a Cliff's Notes version of everything that was said about you in all of those other letters. But if the school wants to go and look at those other, other letters, if maybe there was something that piqued their interest or they had a question about something that the committee wrote, they can go and refer to the other letters. Um It sounds like your school just submitted one letter without all of those um, other letters that kind of made up the committee letter. It's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. It's It's just a different way of doing it. So I think for you... I wouldn't worry about it. I wouldn't go and try the the last minute to scramble and, and try to get more letters and, and flag on your application that you're going to be submitting more letters. It's just a different way that that your committee handles it. It's not the right way. It's not the wrong way. It's just the way that they do it.
1: Okay, that makes sense. Well, perfect. That makes me feel better. <laughs> and can I ask you another question? Yeah,
0: we got, we got plenty of time.
1: Okay, great. So I graduate in December okay. and I'm, I'm a senior right now. And I want to do more research as like a job, like a research assistant or something. And I live in Jackson, Tennessee. It's like an hour from Memphis. And I was thinking about applying to work somewhere in Memphis since it's kind of close. But the only options are St. Jude or UT Health Science Center Medical School. And am I allowed to apply for a job at a medical school? where I am applying to be a student.
0: Heck yeah. I I,
1: okay. I didn't know if that was allowed. So that that's good cuz I just didn't want to cause any problems.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, you're you're free to do whatever you want. Really the only restrictions when you're an applicant is just typically the communication with the medical school with the admissions office as a current applicant. But outside of that, go get a job, go yeah, go hang out as much as possible. Obviously don't stalk the admissions committee um but definitely if if a job there opens up and it's a good fit for you and you enjoy it then definitely go and apply and if the school allows updates then uh you can definitely say hey uh, I'm an applicant to to write UT and I got a job at the UT Health Science Center um doing XYZ so it's definitely uh, allowed
1: Okay great and then yeah. one more question that I yeah.
0: have
1: is regarding updates so I have a teaching assistant kind of job that I just got, and I'm about to start it. Mm -hmm. And I actually got hired before I submitted my AMCAS, but I didn't put it on my AMCAS in case something happened with it, and I didn't really know what class I was going to be doing yet. But now I'm about to find out, and I'm about to start doing it. So there's that that's an update, and then I also am going to finish my undergraduate research. And we'll have a presentation and possibly a publication. Okay. And then that job, whatever job I end up doing in the spring. Yep. Should I send an update to my schools like end of, like is each of those things happen or just one big update in let's say December when I know about all that stuff?
0: Yeah, I would wait and and kind of a- aggregate everything together instead of bugging the school every two weeks, like, hey, this happened, this happened, this happened. Just send send one big update. Again, kind of um, uh, respecting the school's specific rules and requirements around updates, whether they allow updates, um, whether they allow updates around activities versus grades versus whatever. So, So just looking school by school by school, uh, what uh, types of communications they will allow throughout the application season, and and then how to communicate if they do allow it. Uh, but definitely um, trying to to do a little bit more bang for your buck and and submit one update that has a bunch of stuff. Um, still not a terribly long like uh, essay about everything that's going on in your life, but trying to keep it short and sweet because they're they're super busy people.
1: Okay, and one last question. Yeah. Is I'm a southerner and so I mm-hmm. say y'all a lot. Y'all. Yeah. And it is just in my language. <laughs> and I was thinking about interviews. Yep. And I was just like, do I need to not say that? Because it just slips out of my mouth. If I say y'all, is that just really bad?
0: (laughs) It's an automatic rejection, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh, No, I mean, you're uh, obviously different parts of the country, different cultures, different dialects, different language. Uh, You need to be you. Um, I think if you said y'all every other word, then it'd be super annoying and that may hurt you. But if you use y'all like like other people use y'all and, and they know what you're talking about, then, then I think you're perfectly fine. You, you be you and be comfortable speaking the way that you want to speak, um, obviously in a professional way, um, but, but don't worry about uh, the use of, of words like that. that, that may be more specific to different parts of the country.
1: Okay, great. Well, that's all the questions I have.
0: Awesome. Well, I'm glad I could help. Uh, keep us updated on your journey.
1: Okay, thank you so much.
0: Yeah, bye. Thank you so much for joining me here on Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Did you know that we record these live on Facebook at 3 p.m. Eastern on most weekdays? Search for Medical School HQ on Facebook and like the page to be notified. If you want help with the MCAT, go check out the MCAT Podcast at themcatpodcast.com.